Sequel Cast 2 and Friends is a part of the HyperX Podcast Network. Everybody across the land, here's a special from Sequel Cast, though I don't know what it's gonna be about. Maybe Woody Allen, maybe Spike Lee. Hi, this is Matt Bradley Shkurgi, host of Sequel Cast 2 and Friends here on the HyperX Podcast Network. What you're going to hear here is uh, two back-to-back live panels I did at WasabiCon, Portland, Oregon, 2022. The first panel is going to be on anime in the 90s and how, you know, it was, was more difficult to get when stuff was on videotapes and DVDs and bootlegs and all that. And the second one is going to be on video games that should be made into anime. So hope you enjoy these live recordings. I I got a new uh, recorder for this, but uh, the quality may be a bit weird as I'm still getting used to the equipment. Just recording what was in this kind of ballroom, they squared off to be a uh, thing for the panel. But, you know, the first one was standing room only, 60 people, so good crowd. Second one uh, on Sunday uh, was about like uh, two dozen people, so maybe a little bit less than half the size as the first one, but still a pretty enthusiastic crowd. A lot of good thoughts for me and the audience, and it was a lot of fun again. was at Wasabi Con Portland, in uh, Portland, Oregon in 2022 at the Hilton uh, downtown. So hope you enjoy this special live episode of Sequel Cast 2 and Friends. But what we're talking about today is being an anime fan in the 1990s. So who in here was born after 1990? So curious. So yeah, de- decent amount. So you might not know words I'm using like VHS or. <laughs> <laughs> I thought those were extinct. They're sort of extinct, but there's a, oh, some people. Some stuff is still only available on that format. We'll get into that. And uh, the way I like to do these things, if anyone has a question, you can just raise your hand and interrupt, and then I'll pick you to sort of interrupt as I'm going. Otherwise, I'll keep talking. Uh, and everyone's comfortable. Everyone can hear me. Okay, this is loud enough. Yes. Good, okay, let's go. Yeah, so anime, it's much easier to get today than it used to be. There's streaming services like Crunchyroll and Funimation. They're not the same company. Well, yeah, right, now part of the same company. Um, uh, There's YouTube, there's all sorts of different, even those like Freebie or whatever, all those free streaming services have anime. But it used to be a lot more expensive and a lot more complicated. So here, you know, there's a TV that just is dressed like Shrek that actually goes for a lot on eBay because it's Shrek-related and there's so many Shrek memes. Did anyone here own the Shrek TV? Really? That's more than I would have thought. I actually bought the Shrek TV. I didn't own it when I was younger, but I bought it off eBay. Great. How much did you uh, pay for it? I'm not going to answer that. I thought it would have had a VCR built into it, and a lot of those back then, but basically to watch something that was either on TV, if it was, it was censored, unless it was HBO, 
but you have videotapes, which is what you see on the left, and DVD players, which is on the right. Anybody here never used a VHS or a DVD player? That's fine. I'm not trying to be condescending, but it's just there's been so many ways to watch these things without having to go all the way to a store, buy something, go home, stick it in the machine. Thirty bucks for two episodes. Thirty. I'll get into that. But yes, thirty bucks for two episodes. No, no, it's fine. Does anybody remember like uh, what their first anime they bought was? If they bought it like on a DVD or videotape, uh, there in the T-shirt. Slayers. Slayers, yes, yes. Yeah, Slayers. That's a good one. Very, very really long. There uh, in the night outfit. Yes. Uh, I, the first anime I actually bought when I was younger, I, there was a block in a Hollywood video in my neighborhood that was closing down, and they were selling every all the oh, movies. Nice. Yeah. And I was a kid, so I didn't have much money. I just bought whatever was under one dollar and animated. There you go. Come and in. I bought so much random anime. I don't know. I yeah, Hollywood, I mean, yeah, any of those video stores going out of business was bad for the business, but good if you're collecting movies and animated things, because right over there, right over there. For me, it was uh, Vampire Hunter D. Oh, that's one. Someone else bought it for me. Yes, it would be 18 or above for somebody else to buy it. Ultron, Defender of the Universe. Ultron's a good one. We have uh, this person over here who looks like the skeleton t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Um, technically, we didn't buy it. My parents ripped it on a DVD. Okay, that's fine. Let's go flown it. Sure, that's yeah. yeah. a lot of the English, English. Okay. Oh, let's see, I found yourself, we'll get into that. And over here in the uh, blue outfit, did you have an answer? Well, uh, Voltron, Defender of the Universe. Oh, you said that, okay. Great. Yeah, Voltron, that's uh, an older one. And sometimes what people call anime can be kind of wishy-washy. Sometimes it can be, oh, this was an animated in Japan, I'll call it anime, or it has the Nordic Steam look with the big eyes and the small mouth and all that. But. So in the 90s it was more complicated, but uh, before that we had things like magazines that were expensive, sometimes like $10, $15 a piece, sometimes you would buy the Japanese version and you couldn't read Japanese to look at the pictures and look at the comments or maybe you translate it with your dictionary. There's things like the uh, New Type, uh, Anne America, and there's a whole lot of magazines. Anybody here collect uh, the magazines? Are you speaking? Which one? Shonen Jump, yeah, sure, the manga. That was totally big ones, and that sort of the... But otherwise, if you didn't know if stuff was going to come out, it was just really limited. So before we go to the next section, and I get more uh, accompanied by the saxophone outside, I'm going to give out a prize to someone that answers this question. It's not really trivia. These are all kind of stupid questions. But here we go. So, um, what is the most recent anime you've seen? Oh, okay. Um, in the purple hair back there. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 like, like time. Like, when did you watch last week? Or? Honestly, this morning I was when I was getting ready, I was just watching stuff and me all night. Oh! It's on Funimation. Yes! Pay for the ad free. Yes. You pay for the ad free. You don't pay for the ad free on Funimation. I don't subscribe to those services, but do they have like tons of commercials or something like that? Oh, no ads, you pay for the no ad version. Okay, I see. That's a really bad So come up here and get your prize. This is a vintage Gard Disney's Gargoyles card pack. Oh, no! 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 Oh,
mean Gargoyles? That was one that was trying to be like anime. It was like an American cartoon. It was made by Disney, yeah. But it was trying to go for like a darker sort of thing. They've been trying to do that as a movie for a bit. When uh, after Jordan Peele, one of the directors for uh, Get Out, that was the first one, right? He, did, uh, he was. He went. He, uh, Disney said you can do whatever you want to do, and he says I want to do a movie of Gargoyles, and he told him no. Uh, I think you could do a good job of doing that nowadays. Maybe the animation. I don't know. Uh, yes. Do you know the show Spawn? Spawn. Yeah. 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 It's a good one. yeah Spawn. Spawn was a good one. <laughs> Um, anything about Spawn? Or just it was good? Okay. Spawn. Yeah, yeah, Spawn. That was another, yeah, I mean, HBO and uh, the tried, tried to have that stuff. And uh, Spawn went for three seasons and then we tried to do another movie of that. Um, but let's go to the next slide. So on videotape, you had a very important decision. Were you going to get it subbed or dubbed? Uh, I don't know if you can, I wasn't expecting this 50 inch screen. Actually, that image doesn't look terrible, so that's good. I can read it better than on my computer, I'll just do this. But you can see here, you know, it was like the 2995 subtitle, 1995 dub. I don't know why it was more for dub than subtitle. But some of these things only had one episode or two episodes a piece on a videotape. So it got very expensive. I, I can tell you why. Okay, yeah, tell me why. Uh, Chiron machines, which do the subtitles, yep. uh, they cost more per uh, to use because it's a copyrighted thing. Yeah. Oh, so, you have to license it. Have to, so you have to license it. I see. And, uh, you also have to have a translator to translate it into uh, right, so sure. translate the, the text and time it right, and that just takes more time than hiring a bunch of people to do a goofy dub like those stories. Yeah. It's like yeah. And it's, that is interesting, isn't it? Like the English dubs were kind of more, there were some of them in the 90s were cheesy and over the top. Uh, my wife and I were watching Sailor Moon, which I think was the first one I got into, and it was on UPN. And, uh, with Samurai Pizza Cats in front of it. Samurai Pizza Cats in front of it, Dragon Ball Z, I think it was one of the same block. Uh, well, that's Toonami, that's right. Okay. Sorry. Well, Toonami's later, but that's fine. Sorry. Yeah, come, yeah, you can come, it's fine. Oh, hi. <laughs> So we're talking about uh, anime in the 90s on videotape, subbed or dubbed, what was your choice? And I, I think it's still an issue where people think, oh, I have to, it's not real if I don't watch it subtitles. I don't really care what people watch it in as long as they like it. But um, re-watching Sailor Moon, I got uh, from my wife a bootleg copy of Sailor Moon and had the 90s version of it. And she hated the voices so much compared to the newer dub they did maybe 10 years ago. There's a specific character with a New Jersey accent. <laughs> oh my god, Niff like, don't die. I mean, like, was, a lot of the show is at that level. Just... Joey? There's <laughs> a lot of these things. But other of these ones I have on here, Giant Robo, City Hunter. There's surprisingly not that many good quality images of uh, these little advertisements, but it shows how they tried to sell these things to people, the anime selection would be very tiny. It might be next to the adult film section at a store. Um, I used to work at a Suncoast video. People would steal anime all the time while I was working. So yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're an anime fan, you like Suncoast video. Yeah, yeah, Suncoast video did have a lot of the anime stuff. And I recall even Dragon Ball Z. I mean, even when it came out on DVD, you would have maybe two episodes on a DVD, three episodes, and they were charging a lot of money. Come inside, it's fine. Yeah, they would have some free seats here. Go ahead, make some room. Topic here is anime in the 90s. I could just start it from the beginning, but that would be a So instead, I'm going to ask a trivia question for another prize. Let's see. 
what is the, can you think of the first time you saw an anime dubbed in English where you thought it sounded, the acting sounded good or it was something that you related oh, to? Let's see, over there, the girl over there at the skeleton shirt. Oh, I was going to say Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist, <laughs> good answer. So what, what about Full Metal Alchemist? Um, yeah. Uh, my sister was super into like Fully Cooly and Desperate yes, Living. Yep. And then when um, the original Full Metal Alchemist came out, the only way we could watch it for some reason was in um, dub. And so when I watched it, I just thought that the emotion was great and Vic Mignogna is amazing. And yeah. I just enjoyed it. Okay, we'll come up and get your prize. So this one is a target to the next. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, I watched both. Yes, one time. One time. Go ahead. It's 60 hours. Don't start. Just watch both. Oh, yeah. Couple of people. Okay, so these are these vintage cards of Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. It has four action flips and one sticker per pack. So we'll see if you get. I don't know, just the horses or a bow and arrow or Gandalf yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, man. That's so good. Yeah. We said it before. Uh, Slayers. I, th I thought Slayers, Slayers yes. dub was really good. Slayers was good. Very energetic. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop was good. Cowboy Bebop we've heard a few times. Yeah. I actually think the fairy tale dub was about that. I thought it was it? Which one was it? Fairy tale. Oh, oh. Yep, they're in the back. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not huge. Yeah. Very good. And in the purple. Yeah. The Castlevania dub because the accents aren't super cheesy or anything. Yes. Yeah. No, and that's a good example of a newer one, I think, but Castlevania yeah. on Netflix, where the yeah. Nintendo games that we based on didn't have that much of a plot. They really did a good job of kind of expanding on that. Uh, yes. Uh, it's not like one anime particular, but like whenever they add just a random, random southern accent. That's a manga dialogue. That's a manga dialogue. Cool, cool. Um, I know the actual best stuff. Soul Eater does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was one of the first times I've watched. I like Soul Eaters. Nah, I didn't remember the one. That was great. And what was I thinking? Oh, I've seen this before. Yeah, so I mean, sometimes they do different versions of the English stuff. And there's a really, one that's had so many over the years is the movie uh, Akira. Uh, yeah, I could uh, pronounce it correctly, but that, that one, in one version, the same actor played the two main characters, and he made them sound kind of similar. So it got very confusing when they were yelling at each other, which was like half the movie. Yeah, come inside if you want to see. Class is back in session, and HyperX has the grade A gear you need for dorm life, remote classes, and for schooling folks online. Shop the HyperX Back to School deals going on now at HyperX.com to help make your return to student life a breeze. Comfortable cloud headsets can keep you focused in as you cram for finals with some lo-fi beats and stay productive with lightweight Pulsefire mice, responsive alloy keyboards, and more. Keep your GPA and your KDA high with HyperX products and accessories. Great, so we were talking about anime in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Let's keep, uh, let's keep going. So another thing about early anime is you have these box sets. This is really poor artwork for the Sailor Moon, it looks like Doom Tree series, which would have been the beginning of season two or something like that. And 
this, uh, the price it has on here is just $49.99, so that's only $50 for probably, I don't know, eight episodes, ten episodes. And that was considered a good deal. Something they would do uh, when, when DVD came out is they would sell the first DVD of the set and the empty box for an extra $20 or so. So you're spending $40 for an empty cardboard box with one DVD in it. But that way you didn't have to rebuy it for the box set to get the cardboard. And you had to lock them all individually. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of silence. Old Funimation were bastards. Yeah, Funimation was extremely bad about that. They still sell, like, for mangas, the box that you can put here. Oh, do they? I mean, yeah. Like, for mangas, yeah. they do the box thing. You can buy a box. And, of course, people have been doing custom artwork on these things for a long time. So, uh, I think I mentioned at the top of the show, we were looking at, uh, you can see anime on TV, but mainly it was, sometimes it was, like, UPN and stuff, sometimes it was cable. But Sci-Fi Channel yeah. used to be spelled Sci-Fi uh, with a C and an I's and stuff. And it has Saturn as the logo, Saturday Anime, so they would show like Vampire Hunter D, albeit stuff cut out of it, Record of Lotus War, and it would be huge. Yes? So was this like the predecessor to Tsunami? Kind um, of. Sort of. This whole decade is a predecessor. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. So that, it is a predecessor to Tsunami, but it, I would say the stuff they did was less comedic shows, tended to be more serious, sort of. Well, thing. it was a sci fi channel, so they were trying yes. to do more sci fi. Things. Right. Which makes no sense because it's Vampire Hunter D and Fatal Fury. Oh. They would show that repeatedly. Fatal Fury, uh, Street Fighter, that yeah. uh, anime. The one that's really funny is Street Fighter B. That anime is hysterical. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think perhaps for the wrong reasons. For speaking of uh, Street Fighter, to go on a tangent, there was. Uh, anyone remember on the cable channel USA, they did a Street Fighter show? Yep. They, yes. It, it was, yes. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, come, come on in. Um, hi. You can grab a seat. I think there would be some seats up here at Rome if you want. Um, so at these uh, anime, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so in USA they would show they had a Street Fighter thing that was like, I don't know if, where it was animated, but it was trying to, like, Americans trying to do anime. It just looked terrible. They had a Darkstalkers TV show that had a main character that was kind of like Harry Potter. Yep. He was just a human wizard talking to vampires and mummies and things. Felicia was his pet cat. Felicia was his pet cat, that's right. Yep. All sorts of embarrassing things. Uh, we also, on the Sci-Fi channel, with their Saturday anime block, they would also have tons of commercials like this right here for, you know, four ninety five shipping and handling for thirty four ninety five a tape. Everything super, super expensive. Yeah, that was, uh, that was their version of Columbia House. You remember those? Right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, they had the Columbia House was an older thing that um, you could pick up five CDs for like a penny, and then you were on the hook for like ten more, and you had to charge. Uh, they charged you like maximum retail price. Uh, it was even worse. I don't know if you want to hear it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you you buy the four C or the ten cassettes or the, the ten CDs for a penny. Right. They charged you thirty dollars per CD for shipping and handling. Oh, that's a lot. Let me know about the shipping. I mean, one thing like that, I was kind of part of was the Sci-Fi Book Club, where I subscribed to it when I was 14, and then they tried to sue me when I canceled my <laughs> subscription. So, I learned what a cease and desist letter was when I was at 12. Yes? And this is like $30 in 90s money, too. That, yeah, good, good point. Yeah, $30 was worth a lot more back then. 
And you, you see along those lines, you know, people complain about a oh, video game, the what the Sony uh, first-party titles and PlayStation 5 are seventy dollars, but in the '90s, you had some computer games and even some. I think like Chrono Trigger on uh, SNES was like a hundred bucks. In '90s money. In '90s money, right? Which would be I don't know, like four hundred. It was totally worth it. Everything. Yeah, Chrono Trigger was great. Chrono Trigger was good. Yeah. Back there. What? Oh. Just stretching. Oh, just stretching. Okay, it looks like a question. Let's see. Let's go to the next slide. Anime conventions are pretty unusual. This was, uh, if not the first one, the first Anime Con 91, San Jose, California. All that exists are these not very good black and white things. I did not go to it, but you can see in these pictures, you know, people still did cosplay. You still had the, the dealer's room where you could buy stuff. I mean, one thing different about older conventions is so much of the DVDs and soundtracks and things were bootlegs, and sometimes they were labeled incorrectly, so you run into that. That was fun. Oh yeah. And um, I think also with the uh, the artist rooms where people were selling their art, you got stuff that was maybe more racy than you might see nowadays. Uh, so that was a different time. Kids didn't go to conventions back then. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, kids didn't go to conventions. They're like 18 and older, and. Um, it was just a different sort of place back then. Anyone go to conventions in the 90s? Any memories from those? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I used to go to uh, San Diego Comic Con a lot. And even back then, it was like maybe five people cosplaying on a Sunday the entire day. So not that many. It wasn't that many. And like, you know, it was a tighter community because they basically had each other. Everybody else was just looking at them like weirdos. Right, sometimes they would have like anime clubs that would meet at the library on school campuses where they would run, maybe one of them owned a video and you would watch it with them and uh, all that. I mean, that, that was a big thing. I mean, nowadays at, at conventions they might do screenings of films, they'll give away all kinds of stuff. It's really become a lot more popular in a way, and you still see. Come on, it's fine. We got, I think we have some seats uh, up here, some seats over there in the middle, over there. If you want to you can sit on the floor or stand as well. Okay, that's fine. Can you close the door behind you, please? Thanks. Oh, crowd of room, I have to take pictures before everyone starts leaving. Um, I'm going to do this because we're full right now, anyway. Anime conventions. I think, you know, the first one I went to, it wasn't strictly anime, it was Dragon Con in like 2000 something in Atlanta. And that one is still pretty big. At, at the time, we took over two different hotels. And just the two? <laughs> just the two, yeah. Now it's probably like five or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Everyone would say, yay. I don't know. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Um, I guess I scared them away by mentioning 1990. Let's, <laughs> let's the keep black on. Black and white, yeah. Bad choice. So now we move on to DVD, featured subbed and dubbed anime. That advertisement on the right is something that uh, they used to advertise anime a lot with back then. Now they probably wouldn't do it that way. And it was one of the only pictures I could find that was like the, the decent size or looked bad, blown up. But you had a DVD had subbed and dubbed anime on one disc. That was a big deal. So instead of paying, you know, if you for two videotapes for that, that would be what, like 60 bucks. You could buy a DVD for $30, $20, that had more episodes, that uh, the picture was better. But the early DVDs only had um, 
and sometimes we're just copies of the videotapes of the laser discs. And I think with DVDs, that made a lot more, um, you had so many companies coming out with DVDs for sale then, but you had the same problem of um, subtitles done by fans online, and those would come out, like the fan sub would come out years sometimes before the official releases of things. So let's give away another prize with another question. Let's see. Did anyone, I guess on DVD, what was someone's favorite anime? What's the one you used to watch over and over again? There in the back. Sherlock Hound. Sherlock Hound, okay, come up. Yeah, it's something that uh, Miyazaki worked on before he was in Ghibli. And I grew up watching it all the time. So what this is, this is another collection of cards. This is American Gladiators. This is a show, it's a bit like, like WWF, but it was people doing Olympic events. And, yes. Oh, hello. Ignore me. Okay. No, it's fine. You have to explain You have to Yeah, American Gladiators was popular for a short window of time. It was a lot of people. It was a lot of bodybuilders doing these sport things. Yeah, a lot of bodybuilders doing these sport things like. Swords with foam. I mean, it kind of looked like they were LARPing a bit, but, but they were. I mean, it wasn't like they were doing an obstacle course like American Ninja, but they, it's. They not were trying to do like, like a more competitive sports entertainment, like a yeah, WWF thing. Right, more like a competitive sports. Yes. I think it was common people versus big, huge gladiators. Oh, that's right. So they had like more like Olympic style events, like wrestling and yep. push them off the top of the mountain. It was it was the common folk versus Great point. gladiators. Yeah, it's been a while, and um, someone I got these prizes from someone that was trying to get rid of them, and I, it was fun looking at the logos and remembering some of that stuff, and so much fun just like the saxophone music. Yeah. But seriously, has anyone had the chance to watch Sherlock Hound? The entire dub is on YouTube by the official company. Sherlock Hound. Sherlock Hound. I don't. It's because the manga, it came after because it was an original anime. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, yeah. so, yeah. so, yeah, Sherlock Hound was this older kind of Sherlock Holmes thing, but it was with the dog, and it was Miyazaki worked on it, pretty entertaining. Also, what was huge, the big thing with anime in the 90s sticks up for me is Dragon Ball Z. This is a picture of someone's collection they were trying to get rid of on eBay. Each one of those things probably did not have that many episodes, and they would stretch episodes out really long, as, as anyone who's seen the original Dragon Ball Z knows. Just episodes of them grunting and screaming, ha 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 ha, all of these. I saw the second season of Dragon Ball Z from uh, Japan with uh, the no subtitles on Betamax. Got a, got a, uh, oh, my Betamax. Room, my roommate had a source from Japan to, to watch it. The entire season, it's just basically Goku holding that goddamn spirit ball for like 18 episodes. <laughs> and he misses! <laughs> yeah, definitely. Dragon Ball Z was... was it's 50 years old. 50 years old. There you go. Yes, and uh, it was just, you just couldn't walk anywhere, and if they had the anime, they had to have half of it to be Dragon Ball Z, is what it felt like. Just really huge. So, 
Let's keep on going. How are we doing for time? We've got about 15 more minutes, I think. So that's good. Yeah, and so sometimes you would have animated theaters, but mainly it would be kind of art house things. So a theater with not that many, they play like, uh, um, like dramas and more serious films, like uh, Princess Mononoke was a big, I mean, the Miyazaki stuff you'd see in theaters for longer, and especially when the Oscars had uh, animated feature as a category, then you could see them campaigning for these movies and so forth. Uh, anyone, um, I guess before we go into the question, I guess I can answer my question. That's backwards. Uh, so I, I think the first anime I saw in the theater would have been Spirited Away, just because right away we didn't get a whole lot in the theater, but that one had more of a mainstream release. And unfortunately, although it um, won the Oscar for Best Animated Film, uh, Miyazaki couldn't come to the States to get it, because it wasn't that far after September 11th. And uh, he just didn't want to, a lot of people didn't want to uh, fly, understandably. But it would have been cool to see him on the stage and to, to get that award. Um, so I saw Mononoke in the theater. I saw Mononoke in the theater, yeah. That was a big one. Uh, yes. Actually, I had the VHS for a oh. delivery service and a Spirit Away. How about that? Yeah, keep your delivery service. That's a fun one. Are you flexing? You're flexing. Are you flexing? Are you flexing? I saw it in theaters during the Super Junior 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 What was the first anime you saw on DVD or you bought on DVD? Cowboy Bebop. Let's see. Oh, yeah. let's the entire series. See the person in the uh, pink outfit? Uh, Ronma One Half. Ronma One Half, yeah. that's great. And I should have a slide on that, that was a big one. If you come up, I can give you your prize. Yeah, Ronma One Half was a big one. I mean, there was, oh, there was a video game of that on Super Nintendo when it came out in the States. They made it not Robin one half and changed all the characters. Yep. It was like a Street Fighter thing. So these are vintage 90s cards of Star Trek Next Generation Season 5. Yeah. It was not Season 5. The Robin were like up to no good. It really is a Star Trek. It was not, yeah, it was not Season 2 with Pulaski. Yeah, that's right. She did. Okay, so questions. I guess we can run back and forth with questions this time. Class is back in session, and HyperX has the grade 8 gear you need for dorm life, remote classes, and for schooling folks online. 
Shop the HyperX back-to-school deals going on at HyperX.com to help make your return to student life a breeze. Comfortable cloud headsets can help keep you focused in as you cram for finals with some lo-fi beats and stay productive with lightweight pulse fire mice, responsive alloy keyboards, and more. Keep your GPA and your KDA high with HyperX products and accessories. Time. Uh, yes. What was your personal favorite anime? In the oh, 90s? great one. What was my personal favorite anime in the theaters? In the 90s. Oh, in the 90s. I would say it was, uh, I saw it on the Sci-Fi Channel block, Record to Lotus War. It was this Lord of the Rings kind of fantasy style anime thing, and especially the original OVA is really good. They did a TV series later that was okay, but it was one of those things, and you still see this a lot, they'll make like a movie or a, uh, an anime, but the manga isn't finished, so they make up their own ending, and then later they redo it with the real ending from the manga. Kind of like, thanks very much for coming. Uh, we're still going though, so. But, but yes, I would say Record of Lotus War might have been the first thing, or also um, Akira. I just like because it, the animation was just so advanced at the time, and I got to go to Tokyo once and go to an anime museum and see some of the animation cells from that, so it was cool to see that stuff in person. Um, we have a grand prize to give away, and we'll keep talking with questions and so forth, but I hope you've been enjoying this panel on anime in the 90s. I have another panel here tomorrow at 2.30, and I'll be talking about um, video games that you can make into anime. <gasps> so that'll be a fun topic. Guitar Hero 2. Guitar Hero 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Actually, yes. Yeah, you could. I mean, you have all the sports anime. It would be so good. Actually, all the characters look like anime. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, a bit. So the final question is, when you first saw anime, did you think the word, when you saw the word anime, did you think it was pronounced anime? Was it spelled the way you thought it was? Because I, I remember uh, friends of mine, their mom would pronounce it anime, or just these really drawn out pronunciations. Uh, let's see, there in the back in the blue. Yes, you. Yes. Um, I think it was, um, wait, what's, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> oh yeah, how did you think anime was pronounced the first time you saw the word? Anime? Yeah. <laughs> That's an answer to you. It was pronounced anime. Yep. Yeah. Come up, get your prize. Yeah, the, In my day, it was Japanimation. Japanimation, yes, yes. That's a very good 90s answer. Japanimation is everywhere. So what this is, this is a printed out montage image of vintage advertisements for things like uh, Taco Bell, quarterback, uh, quarterback Crunch, Kitty Surprise. Oh, sure. Have you ever watched that Jinro? Jinro, yes. Oh, Very depressing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, I saw that in the theater. I was I in... I had it on VHS. Yeah, VHS, yeah. Jinro was a, what, Ninja Stroll? That was another one people had a lot of... Grave of the Fireflies, I've had four copies of that. Oh! That's depressing anime. Yeah, that's super depressing. Four copies? Because I had idiot family members who thought, oh, that's anime, I'll get that for you. Wow, so... Grave of the Fireflies. Uh, World War II stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I 
seen it, the World War II drama, really, probably one of the more depressing movies of all time. One of the things I found about that one was uh, it had two remakes in Japan that were live action. Which I can't, that story is painful enough to see as a cartoon. I can't imagine wanting to see that in live action. Um, one might have been theatrical, one was more of like a TV series. You, I, don't, I don't think yeah, they were in official US releases, but you might, yeah. Look, we're, we're talking anime as an idea. I'll give you two titles we haven't mentioned yet. Okay. Trigun? Yeah. Trigun, yes, sure. Yep. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yes. yes. Which just had, I think, just had a revival. Yep, yeah, they just, uh, not that long ago, did the, finished the last of the film, sort of retelling it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, uh, I think Netflix just redone these, the first season, it? too, right? Yes, well, that's the thing, yeah, right. So Netflix stuff wasn't that good. Yeah, so I mean, the Netflix... You know the ADD Netflix and the, I think I could watch it, I don't know if it was with English with subtitles, but some combination, like the signs wouldn't be translated into English, or all these uh, graphics of the characters. And then the end credits originally was a cover of Fly Me to the Moon, and they changed that on the Netflix version. Because they have to get the rights, even though it's... Well, they couldn't get the rights. Right. Yes. Were there? On the topic of the first anime Yeah, to download the trailers. Yeah. How, how about this one? Because it, it was on uh, Tsunami a lot. 
Tenchi Moyo. Tenchi Moyo? Yeah. Let's uh, Inuyasha. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 that's a good one. There's just so much out there, and it's... Fist of the North Star? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fist of the North Star, there's a whole lot of those. That one's been redone a lot of times. Bakaru no Go. Bakaru no Go? Yeah, that was, that was, no, no. It's still on if you made it, you watch JoJo. One anime that I like that it's a little bit past the 90s, but it was uh, Dog Hack, I thought was good. Yes. And it was based on a video game about people playing a video game. So, so you mentioned Sword Art Online, yeah, that was one sort of same thing. But to your question, it was all planned to be it all kind of came out around the same time. So the gimmick was the first dot .hack game had four different titles. And on the game it also had an exclusive OVA you could watch. And then there was a whole series that was kind of related to it. And then later they had a series where the characters were chibi, but they made fun of the show. So yeah, that one it, I think it was, was supposed to be like this big media, uh, artificial... Yes, kind of a forced media, cross-media uh, yeah, platform. It, it worked yeah. for a while and then they just, you know... Hacked off Destiny's Perfect. Oh, yeah. 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 Very good. All sorts of different ones. I thought it was animated Let's see. Why don't you know? We have such a good crowd here. We can give up one last prize, and I'll ask the question first, and I'll give away the prize. The question is, do you have any questions to ask me? Oh, yeah, so let's, thank you. Uh, right here in the front. Uh, um, what age were you when you first watched anime? Oh, geez. What age was I when I first watched anime? I would have been like 12 or 13. So, I, and I had work. Or a few years after that, I worked with a Blockbuster video, so I could check a lot of them out for free, which was nice. But let me give you the prize. I think the only DVD that Blockbuster Oh, it's not the good one. No, it's not the So this is not anime thing, but it's 90s theme, so come up and get it. Another vintage card. This is for Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully it has some explosions. Be and careful, we'll spiss in that set. You might get slapped. <laughs> so, alright, well, hope uh, everyone enjoyed this panel. I'll see you tomorrow. Trivia question. Come on in. 
running a little bit early. Um, I like to give away silly prizes, so I guess my first question will be, what is the first uh, anime based on a video game that you have seen? Yeah. Uh, the Zelda shirt up here? Super Mario Brothers show. Super Mario Brothers show. Very good. Yeah. Uh, come up here. I'll get you something. This is a... Uh, let's see, what do you want Let's do this one. This was a uh, vintage card pack of Return to Oz. It was a 1980s Wizard of Oz sequel, but it's not a musical, and it's sort of scary. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. This guy knows what I'm talking about. So I was asking earlier. Thank you. Excited, excited you're here. Um, so uh, I had some other people raise their hand when I was asking the question, what was the first anime you'd seen based on a video game? Can you guys go around over here? Castlevania on Netflix, yeah, we'll talk about that one, that's a big one. Yes, Street Fighter, yes, tons of Street Fighter anime, and in the back, the Fallout shirt, I bet you... Uh, I can't remember the name, I just remember the video game being called Dark Risen, but there was Dragon's Dogma. Oh, Dragon's Dogma, okay, yes. Um, yeah, I haven't, I played the game, I haven't seen that anime, but yeah, there's, there's been a lot of those over the years. Dota, yeah, Dota was one that just came out, that was very big. <laughs> Yep. Can you close the door, please? Thanks. All right, so there has been anime based on video games for quite some time. You know, uh, someone mentioned Street Fighter. Street Fighter Two had a theatrical film uh, that was one of the earlier ones, Fatal Fury, something we talked about yesterday. That was a big one. Castlevania on the right. Well, you must be cheering about something next door. Castlevania was a, a big one, and I, I'm. Uh, I was a bit surprised with the Castlevania one that's not based on some of those uh, games in the series that have more of a plot to them. Come on in, grab a seat. It's, um, you know, one of those things with Castlevania, it is sort of, there's been so many games, some of them have a lot of stories, some don't. So if that they picked one that's not a lot of story, I think it gave them a lot of flexibility um, going between Castlevania 3 and uh, whatever the second PS2 Castlevania game was, Curse of Darkness, I think. They have such confusing titles in that series. And um, as I was sort of mentioning, there's more anime coming out based on video games. Netflix is having a lot. They're doing something based on Splinter Cell. Uh, there's a Shenway anime, Shenmue, uh, I'm probably mispronouncing that. Um, uh, more anime is coming out based on video games. Uh, there's just so much out there. There's a, a Final Fantasy IX anime coming out. Anyone hear about that? So it's, it's being done by a French company that usually does stuff aimed to six to 10 year olds. So we'll see what that ends up as. But there has just been a lot. Um, anyone have any recent uh, anime based on video games that they've enjoyed? Okay, yep, up here in front. Ace Attorney, yes. What do you like about that one? Love the series and new content, and then I love on um, on Twitter someone made a bot that I, I forget the command, but when you use it, it basically uses Ace Attorney graphics to quote the last four tweets, and it's it's very very funny. Um, do we have anyone else that had some uh, recent anime based on video games they played? Yes. I was going to ask. Um, I enjoyed the game, but the film not so much. Uh, sure. Warcraft. Warcraft. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Warcraft, that one is sort of weird because, I mean, those games, especially World of Warcraft, had such a big story, and then the movie, 
don't know what went wrong with that one, because he had a good director. It made a lot of money in China. They made over half a billion dollars worldwide. You'd think they would have done a second one, but they didn't. I think what bothered me in that is he had a character that was half orc, half human, but it was a person with the facial prosthetics, but then when they showed the orcs, it was all computer generated. So it seemed like either have everyone painted green or have them all computer. Like it just seemed strange to have someone in between like that. And uh, I mean, Warcraft, uh, I mean, when I think of stuff based on video games, you have like that Mario Brothers movie from the 90s, anyone seen that? <laughs> yeah, that, that, one, that one's special. Uh, I like, you know, that one on the poster said, come on in. Nope? Okay. Yeah, we're going. Yes? Sorry, just a commentary. Uh, my only note on the Super Mario Bros. game, which I thought was a movie, which I do not like. Yep. My friends love it because it's a video. Okay. In particular, we'll say the shoes that the Mario Brothers use in that film were later used in the film Face Off. Oh, that's interesting. That prison that had people locked in at Arrowwatch Prison, which is an area of nowhere. So if you ever watch Face Off again and they're in that prison scene, all those shoes they're wearing are actually directly borrowed from the Super Mario Brothers set. How about that? Yeah. You, um, Sorry, I'm one of those guys. No, 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 that's fine. That's a good bit of trivia. I, I, uh, along the lines of stuff in prison movies that's reused, there is a, a Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie called Escape Plan, and all those uh, prison outfits and sets were reused in Deadpool 2 when they're in prison for half that movie. Um, so, and a, a friend of mine does some uh, extra work over in Atlanta, and when you were doing Escape Plan, uh, you, you got to meet briefly uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, and he said Sylvester Stallone had like 10 people around him, no one could speak to him, you couldn't look him in the eye, or else you'd get fired, unless he addressed you directly. And Arnold Schwarzenegger went to everyone from like the, the chef on craft services to the you know, lighting people and shook their hand, looked him in the eye, and introduced himself and remember stuff about you. But he was also a politician, but I thought that sort of difference between the two was interesting. So you never know, some people can be nice, some people aren't so nice. Uh, let's keep on going. Before we do, we can do another trivia question. What is a uh, video game, or no, what's an anime you wish they would make out of a video game? Yes, I'm right. Why that game in particular? Um, I just really like the story and the, story? And the characters. And All right. I just think it's really interesting. Very good. Come up, get your prize. I think for you. Never like made an anime of it for. Oh, a, they already uh, made an anime of it. But I made it for a. Uh, it's like a different story and everything, so it's okay. not even the same thing. So it's not quite the same thing. Yeah. How about this one? Do you like Kool Aid? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, which of these is Twin Peaks? Do you know what that is? No? Let's see, okay. DR Troopers? These are sort of obscure. This is um, random Valiant comic thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, how about this one? Yep, there you go, one. some vintage uh, blind box Valiant comics cards. Some of them might be shiny. It's probably not worth anything. Oh, let's go to open it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, really something. Very good, let's keep on going here. Um, there on the side, you need a chair to sit in, are you fine? 
okay. I didn't know if you already said no. No, all right. That's fine. Let's go. Um, so there's a lot of games that don't have anime yet. Like Silent Hill, you think they would do something up? We can go into that later. Like Pawn, I think, is a bit silly. Smash Brothers could make sense, but how would you do it with all the different licensing? But as I mentioned, the video games based on anime have been around for a while. There is an old Japanese Super Mario Brothers one that I think it might have had a legitimate release uh, called Kuchime Kichutsu Dai Sakuzen. And it is, it, they all look really weird and off model. Luigi looks like he's wearing blue, I think probably because maybe they're going off the graphics of Mario Brothers. Yeah, the codes look very um, strange. <laughs> Let's just say that. No, true, yeah, and you, you look in, uh, what, I think the official, I was reading about this last night when I was working on the slides, the Nintendo canon is the hat of the Toads is part of their face, which I think is pretty disturbing, but then on, in the, you have that 90s uh, Mario Brothers 3 cartoon when Toad takes off his hat, it just looks like a little round top to it, which also looks strange, so I'm not sure, but this, they just don't have any pants on, it looks like in this uh, early 80s one. It does look like a knockoff game, doesn't it? Yeah. But that's, it was, you know, back when Nintendo wasn't trying to make uh, things so official, and we mentioned that 90s uh, Mario Brothers movie earlier, and there's a new Mario movie coming out next year that's a cartoon, that um, it may be that with Chris Pratt is Mario. So, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I, <laughs> I think with that one, I bet they'll make the, the, uh, the toads into the, um, like the minions or something. I could see them doing that, but there's been like no trailers, no no nothing for something that's coming out so soon. This other one, Fatal Fury, the motion picture, I mean, that one you saw on TV a lot, even though the game was uh, less popular than Street Fighter. Eventually you had stuff like Team of Fighters, all these games with all those characters in it. So, uh, what are some video games I think would make good anime? I think Metal Gear could be interesting. Yeah, anyone here play Metal Gear? Yeah, some, some are. What? Yeah, Middle Gear Rising's really cool. That one's really uh, sort of a spin-off, but that has probably the most anime aesthetic with um, how over the top it gets. And the plot in all these games is really complicated. You kind of go everywhere. There's a lot of dialogue. I think as a series, it could make more sense. They were trying to do this as a movie of real people um, with, oh, who's going to play Snake? What's the guy's name? Um, he's on uh, Moon Knight, the main actor in that. Oscar Isaac, thank you. They've been talking about maybe him being Snake, which I don't know. There's other. It, it is an odd pick, and I don't know if it'll actually get made. It's just the tricky thing um, about some of these video games like Metal Gear. There's so much story. To make it into a movie, you'd have to cut out so much stuff, and I just don't think it would really resemble what people are looking at. Thanks for coming. Grab a seat. Does anyone here have a favorite uh, Metal Gear game? Someone mentioned Your Dead Moons up here earlier. No solid, the first solid. It's so funny. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's mean. Just the way they talk to each other, like, it's like the brother and like the guy kissing himself. That's so good. Right, and it's yeah that original. Yeah, that original PlayStation One version of Metal Gear is pretty funny because um, yeah, the acting has its its special kind of quality, kind of like '90s anime, as we talked about yesterday, where it's just everyone is 
trying, uh, trying a little bit too hard and trying to do every accent. And if they can't come up with something, they do a southern accent, which is in Scream. And then later they remade it for GameCube and redid all the vocals, and it's not nearly as charming. Like, everyone is uh, really flat. They do have Snake jump on top of missiles and do backflips and things, a lot of backflips in that remake for GameCube. And uh, do you think they bring that back as a remake? They've been remaking all the Resident Evil stuff. You can't have both, yeah. They, they should make just more of the old stuff available, really. Yeah. Okay, Chrono Trigger, anyone play this? That's one, you know, you had, um, it was kind of a Dream Team, late, uh, mid-90s, kind of late Super Nintendo project with uh, Akira Toriyama from Dragon Ball doing the character model. You had the Dragon uh, Quest, Dragon Warrior, and uh, Final Fantasy people working together. The game was pretty short, but it had maybe like a dozen endings or so, or so, and you could replay it with New Game Plus, one of the earlier games with this. Uh, anyone here play this game? You can raise hands. Yes? No? Maybe? It's kind of older, but if you can find it, it's uh, worth playing. I'm not sure if it's... Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure if that... If it's... Is it? Yeah, I mean, people have been, that's a good point. There's been rumors of, like, a remastered version. They just, on the Switch, they just came out with the remastered version of the sequel, Chrono Cross. Which, um, Chrono Cross, I don't like nearly as much, but it's also its own thing. It doesn't have much of a connection to the original. You, you know, you have time travel, you have these two characters going around. And, uh, let's keep on going to some more different things here. Clock Tower, this is kind of an older one. Anyone play this? This was on PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. Kind of an obscure, kind of a, a Resident Evil kind of thing, except instead of having guns and stuff, you're playing a girl that's being chased by this character with the scissors, the Scissor Man. And it looks really silly in this picture, but it, with the music and stuff, it gets pretty intense. I think that's something that could be a good anime. Uh, anyone have games that they played that they think would make good animes? Any ideas? Yes, in the corner. Pacific Rim, yeah, that's a good idea. That's, that, I mean, that, yeah, they did like the movies and stuff. And it has a little mobile, did it have a mobile game? Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a good one. I mean, you don't see that many good games with those kind of big Godzilla monsters and robots fighting each other. Because uh, they've tried so much over the years, but, but there's one on Neo Geo, I think you remember. Uh, that's pretty good. But. You could smack, yeah, sure. I thought you would, yeah. Sorry, what was that? Earth Defense Force, yeah, I mean, that, that's a pretty fun game. There's, if you can find that, they, I think they have a version on, on Xbox or PlayStation that's more recent, but you fight against giant ants or giant insects and things, buildings explode. Really simple controls, it's usually co-op uh, on, on some of the titles. Really tacky voice acting, but that's some of it. Um, Anyone else have good ideas for uh, anime they could do based on games? Yes, up here. I mean, there's a short anime film for it, but it's right. like, uh, Dead Space. Dead Space. Oh, oh, that's a more recent one. That's a good one. Anyone here play Dead Space? Yeah, so it was, they did three of them. They were kind of these horror games. Uh, they made a spin-off one for the Wii that was very strange where you're just shooting things. It was like an unreal shooter, but those are pretty... Yeah, the atmosphere in those would be good. Um, I think you're raising your hand up here in the Zelda shirt. Zelda! Oh, I have a story about that. Yes. Skyward Sword remake. Yeah, yeah. 
I think, you know, Zelda, it's really surprising. It was rumored at one point Nintendo had a deal to do live-action Zelda on Netflix, and then it got leaked, and then they pulled it. But given how some Nintendo stuff in the past has been, it's, um, maybe it's for the best, I don't know. But yeah, Zelda has a lot to do. Yes, over here. What is it? Prey? Yeah, yeah, that one's, yeah, that, they did a more recent one of that. I think there's maybe two or three games in the series. Maybe just two, but yeah, those. Previously on Chat of the Wild. Did anyone kid all the bugs for Agatha? No, no, I meant to. And I even had a bug that I, like, could have given back to her and I forgot. That bug is gone Don't forever. go in there if, if you do and then not give it to her. I know. She can smell it on you. She knows. I know you have bugs. I know you're holding out on me. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> Did anyone get um, all the pose? No. No, God, no. Chat of the Wild. Breaking down Zelda and Zelda-like games, one dungeon at a time. Wednesdays on the HyperX Podcast Network. Us. We're the Spirit Hunters, and we're a show that treats Hunter Hunter and Yu Hakusho's author as the center of the universe. Some weeks we do linguistic analysis. The Chinese meaning of this character is to smelt or refine, but so the changed meaning in Japanese it means to temper. Other times, we get absolutely smashed. So we take one shot every time. Yusuke uses the ray gun. One hour later. This is the least coherent episode. Sarah, you're... I think your apartment is haunted. <laughs> Check us out at the HyperX Podcast Network. And those are ones that keep on getting delayed for a while. I'm not sure why. Then they come out, they're well-reviewed. They kind of have more puzzly aspects to it. Uh, what about that one in particular? Yeah, yeah. There's a pretty deep story to it, a lot going on there. Uh, here in the uh, Pokemon Eevee shirt. Uh, I was thinking about Eevee for the play a while, like a while back. Yeah. And I, I thought of the Seeker's Mana. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't really that in a while, but right. Anyone else here play Secret of Mana? That, that? I Trials of Mana. Trials of Mana. Yeah, that was the uh, the follow up to that. That one. It's been they've done a good job about re-releasing that game, unlike Chrono Trigger, and you can play with that. You can play with three people at a time. At the at the time was a really big deal. Like you didn't see that a whole lot in games. You could. It was more actiony. Uh, the characters, the plot is sort of more upbeat. I think Santa Claus has been a secret of mana as a character at some point. You remember that? Maybe it was some secret thing. Yeah, yeah, out of context. I don't even know if it makes sense in context, but there's, because <laughs> every, this is the, I liked in Secret of Mana, all the towns and stuff were just so different from each other, and it really kind of, it's not like uh, every town is it's raining all the time and there's skyrise buildings and people are on motorcycles like some of these things each town doesn't feel that different from each other but the, the graphics and secret of man are really colorful uh yeah there in the back yakuza oh great one yes yakuza yakuza yeah we have someone uh, dressed as a uh, costume back there very good the goro Majima, i think yep and yeah the, those those yakuza games uh are very good, very involved storylines. There was a live action movie of the first one a long, uh, about 10 years ago maybe. Uh, I haven't seen it, but it looked um, interesting. And definitely the story would be more suited, I think, for a TV show. Before we go on to the next slide, we can give away another prize here. Let's see, what is a question? 
What is your favorite thing you've, uh, what's your favorite panel or thing, thing you've done at this convention? Or at WasabiCon? That's the question. Uh, they're in the back with their Fallout shirt. This panel. This panel. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course. Um, can you think of an answer that's not quite so embarrassing for me? Okay, thanks. Um, here, you can come up here and get your prize, it's fine. Thanks. I think you deserve two prizes. No. <laughs> here, so you get a vintage VR Troopers five-card puzzle pack. Already? Is that, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> good, good, good. Let's go on to another one. So what's what's something, I think StarCraft would be sort of cool for an anime. That's uh, one of the first really popular competitive multiplayer games. In South Korea they had arenas where people would go and, and still, still watch them play this and StarCraft 2 and uh, all these competition. They have really complicated storylines. There's been uh, manga on some of these based on some of the characters like this. They had one game in development called StarCraft Ghost that was just on a, a female kind of assassin character that could cloak herself, and, and she was called Ghost. And uh, the game never went anywhere, but they did like a novel on it. They've done some manga just on that character. You could do a series on that. Anyone here play any of the StarCraft games? Yep, a little bit. They're, um, yeah, they're, they're good. They're, they did a remastered version of that first one that they only sold for like, 10 or 20 bucks or something, which I thought was pretty reasonable, and I didn't like how they charged $40 for the Diablo 2 remake, but Blizzard likes to do that. So I think we had a question up here. I, I was wondering, do you, I mean, yeah. general speculation, do you think it's gonna happen eventually? I mean, will Warcraft film come out? Yes, Starcraft that's, a great, that's a good question. If the Warcraft film came out, can a Starcraft film come out? Yeah, I think it's possible, I think. You know, maybe it might be more of an easy sell for people of space marines fighting aliens than uh, humans and short people with beards fighting green people in a fantasy setting. I don't know. I don't know what it was about Warcraft that made it difficult to, for people to swallow. But yes. Do you think this is an anime, a CGI movie, or a live action? Ah, great. Okay, so anime or CGI or live action. I would rather see it as an anime, hence the name of this panel, but I think, uh, live, thank you, uh, but live action, I think you could do and, and make it pretty uh, compelling. You, you've had, um, I haven't seen it yet, but there's that Halo show that came out, which I've heard so-so things on. Yeah, and that's what, that was not so good, maybe, but, so it's certainly possible, and CG you can do. I mean, I think of, uh, it's not related to StarCraft, but Starship Troopers has had quite a lot of animated uh, direct-to-video movies and all these things. Um, what sort of other ideas do people have for anime that could be video games? Or, yes, wait, no, I said that backwards. Yeah, yeah, oh, go on. There, I definitely have a little bit of anime I want to play video games. And, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that's something I would love to play. Like, I love it so much, it's so good. Right, yeah, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that's when they've redone a few times. I mean, even the game made no sense, so when the anime came out, it kind of didn't make a whole lot of sense. It, it kind of fit, and the fighting games, I think, are good for anime, because 
it doesn't have a lot of story to begin with, so they can sort of make stuff up, and it, it, instead, otherwise, you have people complaining, oh, it's not just like the game where people, oh, you missed a dialogue three on page seven or something, you, know, you get that kind of like what people complaining about Star Trek. Yes? I think that maybe like the Baldur's Gate one or two could be a decent anime. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Baldur's Gate. Like the new uh, thing from Fox Machina on Amazon, which is a cartoon, but basically it's just something like that. That's cool. Yeah, Baldur's Gate was an older Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, yes? Mass Effect, great. I almost was going to put that on the list. I think I should have because the list was a little short. Yeah, Mass Effect is one of those where it has a lot of plot, has a lot of characters, and that they go on missions all the time. You could probably adapt that into episodes pretty easy. Yes, over here. Actually, um, this is like more like Nintendo, but like I would like to see Earthbound. Earthbound. Like Earthbound. I like it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Earthbound. Anyone here played Earthbound? A little, uh, not so much. So it's over there. Kind of, okay, yeah. So I mean, there are these uh, three games that are really hard that um, you play this kind of, uh, this uh, baseball kid with a baseball cat named uh, Ness, I think, and- Yeah, there's three different ones. Three different ones, and for some reason, that third one has not been officially translated yet into English, and people keep on, uh, there's a fan translation they were wanting to give to Nintendo for free. They even made like a hardcover hint guide with the characters made in Claymation. All these things, like, and for some reason that one never came up. Yeah, Earthbound, this kind of surreal comedy action thing. I mean, that one, like, uh, Fooly Cooly is like that a little bit, but I think, yeah, you could do something with that to make it pretty uh, entertaining. Yes? Any of Valve's IPs? Any of Valve's IPs? Like, Steam, the anime. Oh, no, yeah, Half Life. Half Life. Portal. Yeah, yeah, Portal could be. Neat with all the different puzzle stuff, and and it's uh, it's interesting with some of these like games and uh, anime stuff. It kind of crosses over. Netflix is doing some of these interactive kind of shows. They did um, there's that ep the Bandersnatch episode of um, that show. Probably should do research before I do these things. Of uh, Black Mirror had these kind of human adventure things, which is pretty neat, and that you can kind of do it all in one setting is uh, is a lot of fun. And thinking about all these games based on anime, I keep on saying that backwards, anime that should be based on video games, it's a bit surprising there hasn't been more of it, and I'm not sure why it is, because a lot of people that watch anime have played video games, and there's that sort of crossover there, as opposed to doing an anime of like Full House or something. Yes? Um, in response to what you're talking about now, though, yeah, yeah. Um, Trying to figure out if you want to get married or not, or if you want to sell more chickens, it's a lot of conflict going on. It's 
And I mean, and you can, Stardew Valley is one of those games that you didn't think would stay popular, but they keep on making new ones. And it, and I think it sort of, it has something with, uh, in game design, you call it like emergent story, where I mean, yeah, it has a plot, but then everyone has their own story of playing it. Like, oh, I was just hunting down uh, trees the other day, and my axe broke, and then this happened, and I had to grow flowers instead. And I, you know, so I, mean, I think that's something about that movie makes games like, uh, <laughs> that uh, makes the Stardew Valley stuff. Um, kind of, people keep on playing those over and over again because it's a little bit different each time. And what you said about anime being, yeah, you have to be a bit more didactic in anime because otherwise you don't have a lot of context for what's going on and you have less amount of time to tell something as opposed to what a Final Fantasy might be 60 something hours or so. Speaking of which, Final Fantasy has been made into anime, but it's uh, there's this really weird one from the 90s that is um, Final Fantasy, but uh, uh, loosely based on Final Fantasy V, where they're trying to get crystals, and there's a scene where a character tries to um, smuggle a crystal up her butt. It's, it's very, it was very 90s silly anime comedy stuff. It, it's not as amazing as it may sound, but if you can find it. What? It sounds like a Final Fantasy? Yeah, it does sound a bit like a Final Fantasy quest, like in Final Fantasy VII or something at the uh, casino, or Rick and Morty, yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, so these, right, so uh, the, these pictures here, like on uh, on the left, well, I can't, maybe my left is your right, I don't know, but there's there's one called Final Fantasy Unlimited, that was like in 2004, it had Chocobos in it, it had kind of cool music, but the only real anime they did that was directly related to a game was a very short one, on Final Fantasy VII, which is in the middle there, uh, where it was about Zack and Sephiroth and Cloud. Does anyone here play Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. Okay. Or the remake, or... Yeah. And then on the right was Final Fantasy IX, which I was mentioning earlier. They're doing into an anime, and whether they'll make it like the, the one, the game or not, I'm not sure. I think it's kind of a strange one to pick. I like Final Fantasy IX, but a lot of people don't like it because you had Final Fantasy VII and VIII that were more science fiction, and they were some of those people's first Final Fantasies. And then Final Fantasy IX, it's sort of more old-fashioned, like the older games with the Wizards and the Knights, and more of the fantasy part of the setting. Let's see, let me do another question here. What is your favorite um, RPG? It doesn't have to be Final Fantasy. Up here, and then I think? Thirsty what? Thirsty Sword Lesbians, okay. Yeah, it's um... For the dating sim, or no? No, it's Okay, sorry, okay. I love it. It's free, but it's great. Okay. Like the D&D thing, that's cool. Yeah. Hey. Um, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, next year, yeah. Next year. Uh, why don't you come up here and I'll give you a prize. Let's see here. Um, do you know what Twin Peaks is? Yes. Okay, do you like it? Not really? No, no, there's this Twin Peaks Kool-Aid and then this thing. Death Mate. Oh yeah, I, whatever that is. Okay, so you get this card, this vintage card pack of something, it looks like it's called Death Mate. Death Mate, It yeah. looks like some 90s comic. Uh, maybe it'll have a shiny card in there, a lot of these things did. So, I never know, of course we're part two. Questions here. Anyone have questions about anime or video games? I can just keep talking. Uh, yes, in the back. 
No, you. Yep. You asked a lot of questions. I'd like to know your own answers to some of those questions. Okay, good. Um, answers to some of those questions, right. So I think the first video game I might have played would have been in the arcade, like Donkey Kong Jr. or Commando. And uh, I was living in Guatemala at the time. My dad worked for the government, so we moved around a lot. And the arcades we had was out of date, but I think that made me more interested in sort of the older games, which is something I'm still interested in today. Um, as far as anime based on a video game, maybe Fatal Fury or Street Fighter was probably one of those. Like, it might have been my first one. Um, one I really liked, it wasn't based on a video game, but there's this anime called Berserk that, very, very disturbing, but the, the original one I thought was good, and I even thought the three OVA movies they did were pretty good, but the recent show, they just didn't have a lot of money for it, so it would go from 2D anime to like PlayStation 1 looking graphics with, with the 3D modeling. Uh, yes? It, it sucks too, because the music, right. the whole thing, and like the actual soundtrack is spectacular, but the same guy who composed the music for the others. Oh, I didn't know that. It's the same music as the old composers. It just got, it got wasted, and then, unfortunately, the, the creator of the uh, original manga for that died, and he didn't finish the story. But whether people will do it without him, I'm not sure. I keep on seeing they have these hardcover re-releases of things. Funny trivia about that, though. Yes. Um, for anyone who's watched Castlevania, yep. um, you'll know that in season four, there's a fight uh, where like, the vampire takes some bush that Is that Okay. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. Yeah. yeah, I could see some Berserk uh, influence in there. I'm on break. I'm oh, you're on break. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, we have about 15 minutes, I think. Um, yeah, they did Berserk. They've done a few video games of that. Uh, the, the, the Koei, the people that do Dynasty Warriors, did a Berserk game that actually wasn't terrible, but in the single-player mode, you can only play as... Thanks for coming. Uh, in the single player mode, uh, you can only play as uh, Guts, the main character, you couldn't play as any of the other characters. Or if you did, it was only like a randomized dungeon mode with a hundred floors that was super hard, so I, But it does cover a lot of the story, which I thought was, was neat. Some using clips from the show, sometimes not. So, um, if you like that, I think that's a, a good... And, and I think well, there's like a Saturn game based on Berserk, but I could go on all day about Berserk, but I think it's a good show. Yes? Has anyone brought up Metroid? No, and that's a great point. Yeah, yeah Metroid. Where's my Metroid? Metroid anime, yeah. Metroid with the science fiction setting. And uh, I haven't played the newest one for Switch. It's Metroid Dread, I think. Uh, yeah, I got good reviews. I'm waiting for it to fall in price because I just think Nintendo charges too much for their stuff sometimes. <laughs> but every once in a while they have a sale. And, uh, they don't give us AAA graphics, though. Metroid, okay, so here's a, a trivia with Metroid. Anybody watch this 90s cartoon called Captain N, the Game Master? It was a really bad cartoon about a kid that got sucked into his Nintendo. In, and he meets video game characters. So in the comic book, they had uh, Samus from Metroid as a character and a love interest. But in the cartoon, they had just a random princess instead. So, doesn't make a lot of sense, but it has, um, 
went, the Captain N guy goes on adventures with Mega Man, and they fight Mother Brain from Metroid and Eggplant Wizard from Kid Icarus. And the character that's uh, Kid Icarus says Icus after everything he says. It's really annoying. So I'm not really selling it. The DVDs go for over $100, but you can find it on YouTube. This is so familiar. Back in the 80s. Late 80s, yeah. Late 80s, early 90s. 34 episodes. 34 episodes. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, the DVD, it's been out of print, and it sells for like over 200 bucks. It's not worth paying that much for it. Yeah, yeah, he looks like yeah, Back yeah, to the Future, yeah, yeah. Mac Morning McFly, all that stuff. Uh, anyone have questions for me or have ideas for anime things they want to bring up? Yes, up here in the front. Do you need an anime for Mona? Anime for what? Oh. oh. Why? So, uh, Mona, so okay, why? That's, that could be something, yeah. Five episodes. Season. <laughs> yeah. Here, let's have everyone say cheese for a second. <laughs> Thanks. So, so you're talking about this anime that's kind of like the Monas, but what is it called? You don't remember the name. Yeah. Okay. I think in Monas, that's a game I was first introduced to, to it at work when a bunch of people would play it after work sometimes instead of going to meetings. And it, I like that it's quick and I like that it's, it's intense despite how it looks kind of silly when you're playing it. Yes. Very good. Okay. Yes? How about what is, um... Sorry. Hold on. It's like Jeopardy. Before I have a question. This is a legit question. Okay. What about things that you would like not to see adapted? Ooh, that's a good one. Things I think would be unadaptable into an anime. I I would say something like, um... They actually tried to make this into a movie, but, uh, Monopoly? They wanted to make it about, like, Mr. Monopoly goes in the real world or something. Like, any time a movie does that, that's always such an annoying idea because it's the same five jokes. Like, they don't know how to buy groceries. They accidentally have someone fall in love with them. They get chased by the police. They, it's, it, when I was a kid, there was a movie I saw called Masters of the Universe based on He-Man. And that was the first uh, movie I saw based on something I liked that I really hated. Because the first, the first five minutes, it's like He-Man and Skeletor are fighting in San Antonio, it's that fantasy setting, and then they get, what happens is they get sucked into New York City. And uh, it stars Courtney Cox from Friends when she was pretty young, that's something, but it was just, 
slow and not very good, and Dolph Lundgren plays He-Man. That was not bad casting for the time, but really quite, uh, yeah, don't, don't seek that one out. It's not good. Yes? Disco Elysium, that's a, that's a pretty recent game, more story-based. Yeah, 2016, 2017, they're, yeah. they keep on redoing it with more of the scenes and more acting and I stuff. I see it as kind of like a kind of like fun as Super, like a total comedy. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Right. It can go wrong, will go wrong, that's a good point. Um, there's one I played, I can't think of the name of it, but it's a sim, it's like a dating, no, it's like a job simulator and you're a bartender. And it's like an anime Blade Runner setting, and some of the people... Valhalla, there you go. And some of the characters are corgis, and I used to have a few pet corgis, those are fun dogs. But yeah, I just think that one is sort of a fun setting, you could do more of a comedy with that, and make it less gamey. I mean, I think we'll see, we'll see more anime coming out of games, coming out. There's certainly be more movies based off of um, games. There's that Dungeons & Dragons movie, the trailer just came out for that, which... I don't know. It looks kind of silly. What D&D is. Oh, D &D is. No, you're right. That, that's fair. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons is... Oh, no, no. Go on. What? Dungeons and Dragon Ball? No. That would be cool. Okay. So I'll, I'll have to check that one out. It, it, it's really funny. There was a movie, it was announced like IP of Critical Role, right? Hmm? It was, yeah. The movie was announced like either like, at the peak of Critical Role when they're about to start Vox Machina, the cartoon. Oh, I, I, I think they're just trying to learn the movie like Critical Role a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this, this, is, this is one that's a bit strange. Um, there's that game Five Nights at Freddy's. And, yeah, yeah. and and they've been trying they they've been trying to make that into like a they've been trying to make that into like an anime or a movie for a long time, but in the meantime, there's been like two or three movies that have just ripped off that idea. Yes. And Nicolas Cage was in one. The um, I think it's. Uh, yeah, Nicholas, it's a weird. Nicholas Cage has almost no dialogue, and I've read this script, and it was written that way too. And it's like, why would you have Nicholas Cage who? Uh, it, to me, at least, part of his appeal is he delivers dialogue uh, in a strange way, and you take away his ability to speak. But it's Nicholas Cage is a working actor. He uh, he likes he likes his likes uh, his job as an actor. So I think that's kind of cool that he is in so much stuff. He just got a movie made about himself. That's right. Yeah, he did a movie about himself. Pedro Pascal. Yep. He's, Pretty, I have not seen it yet, but that looks good. Okay, well I think we're about at time, so thanks for coming. Let me do, I have two more prizes to give away, so I'll ask a question and then pick out two people that haven't won prizes yet. Um, what is, I, I guess I'll ask the question that someone was asking me, what game do you think you could not adapt into an anime that you don't think would be appropriate? Not, all right, have you won a prize already? No? Okay, yep, go, go ahead. Tetris. <laughs> good, good. Very good. Come up here. You have a choice. You want twin peaks or four? Oh, okay. So you won this uh, 
it's from 2017, kind of the Twin Peaks training cars. Okay. I don't know if it's the new TV show or the old one, but it's a really, if you haven't seen that show, I, I, I'd recommend it, but I also recommend you not expecting it to make sense. And I think the more you watch it, the less sense it makes. But that's part of the uh, director, David Lynch, part of his thing. Uh, anyone else have an answer to this question or anyone that just wants a prize? <laughs> what? Really, they want to make a Tetris the, movie? The, the of Tetris. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, they're doing a, a show about the making of Tetris. <laughs> I guess I have a final prize that I want to try and give away because I don't want to take it home. This is a vintage collection of Kool-Aid advertisements. <laughs> Anyone uh, want Sharkleberry Finn, Purple Saurus Rex, Scary Blackberry? You want? I want it, but I want to earn it. You want to earn it? Um, Okay, I guess I can, what's your favorite flavor of Kool-Aid? <laughs> My answer doesn't matter. It's no. Sugar. It's just sugar. Sugar is your favorite flavor of Kool-Aid, that's good. Come up, come up and get it. If you want it, you can get it, it's right here. I will close, but yeah, I'm Matt with the SequelCast 2. Check me out at SequelCast2.com. We do a podcast every week, looking at movies and video games. And uh, thanks so much for coming. It is on Spotify, yep. Yeah.